It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. June 23, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls in women's sports with a Columbus connection. again matt connerton unleashed and we are live from the studios of wmnh 95.3 fm in glorious downtown manchester new hampshire also on comcast 97 in manchester streaming at wmnhradio.org and of course you can also go to my website mattconnerton.com for all your live streaming options and social media links and contact info and show archives etc etc and uh, also hello to our friends at raw talk online and our new friends uh, tomorrow radio in ireland and uh today is a tuesday august 3rd 2021 and i am not alone in the studio my friends if you're gonna play in texas you gotta have a fiddle in the band that lead guitar is hot but not for louisiana man so raw's enough that both are faded love and that's all dance if you're gonna play in texas you gotta have a fiddle in the band yeehaw it's texas mike yeehaw wow how are you texas mike doing good can you believe it's been uh what has it been now about a week and a half since uh your meme uh was in to meet me yes the greatest day of her life i bet she's still talking about it yes she is my biggest fan texas mike's meme and that's not all my friends we uh we have somebody else here in the studio with us that we actually haven't seen for a while he's uh currently seated at the news desk and remember he is a bad guy now yeah. For life. For life. Gonzo is here. The man in black. Oh, 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 oh yeah. There you go. For life. How are you? For life. <laughs> I don't think I've seen you in a few weeks. <laughs> what did Razor Ramon say? Um, like, Mochismo or something like that. Uh, anyway, I'm doing good. <laughs> and uh, it's good to see Mikey here. Yep. 
Yes. Good to see you too, Gonzo. Thanks, buddy. You gave me the desk? Yes. Well, for now, when Mike Sutterth comes in uh, oh, for course. the second hour, he'll need the desk because sometimes he has papers, much like EZG, but he doesn't have as many papers as EZG yeah. because EZG has an entire orange uh, trapper keeper. Oh, yeah. I for mean, it. I read the uh, non-disclosure agreement uh-huh. before the show. Before I come in, I signed it. I knew Mike was coming in. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's part of his binder. Or what do they call it? When you're like, I want Swiss cheese, M&M. Well, you know, Mitt, oh, a rider. A rider. Yes. It's his rider, yeah. Or, well, you know, Mitt Romney back in the day had a binder full of women. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm glad. You know, I used that joke once before on the show, and, and there was an audible thud in the room, so I appreciate your laughing. I don't get it. Though. Oh, right. A courtesy laugh. A good courtesy laugh. I appreciate that tremendously. <laughs> we haven't seen... Did you go to Texas? Yeah. Did you uh, visit uh, Texas Mike's uh, family? I know you didn't yeah. visit her, uh, his meme because she's here. No, I, I saw his family. Oh, very good. They said... The- Tell you hi. Yep. <laughs> now are you. Uh, and they're proud of you. Yes. Are you trying and they to? Think uh, you look great. Oh, very nice. Yeah. He does look great. Clean shaven. Uh, one of. more thing. I, I forgot. I got it written down. Uh, here. It is. And keep on keeping on. Oh. Yeah. That's from Auntie. They say that in Texas. Keep on keeping on. Yeehaw. I remember <laughs> when I was a kid and I would watch Dallas and uh, Jr. Jr. Mm. Ewing. He would often like. You know, after he got done telling off Cliff Barnes, he would say, keep on keeping on. Dude, um, that's the best sound, like, that's the best um, theme song ever in television history. The theme to Dallas? That gets you jack. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> bum, bum. Oh, man. You know what's funny about that? You see so, the horses running down, getting ready. So, yeah. Jenny and I used to do a podcast called Angry Drunk Tales. It's on YouTube. That's the only place you can find it is the YouTube. It's not on any website anywhere. Um, but if you look up Angry Drunk Tales, it's on the IPM Nation YouTube channel. And we use the theme from Dallas in the intro to the show. Love it. And I start every episode saying, last time on Angry Drunk Tales. And then I play clips from the previous episode. And then it goes into the Dallas theme. Nice. And did you watch the reboot? Yes. And I yeah, loved it. Yeah, me too. It. And that theme song was even jacked up more. Well, like, yes. I had some more. Uh, yeah. JR was back. It was a good one. JR was back until he passed away, sadly. Yeah. And they uh, they continued on without him, but uh, not for too long. Yeah. Jordana so. Brewster was in it. Jordana Brewster, yep. Yeah. Yep. I was a big fan. I yep. love Dallas. I love everything Dallas. Yes. I used to watch it when I was a kid. You know, uh, Friday nights on CBS, Dukes of Hazard at 8, Dallas at 9, Falcon Crest at 10. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we should get together and do some Dallas episodes. Yeah, have a little Dallas marathon. Why not? Well, I it, got a group I'm in. I'll invite you. You got a? Is it a Facebook group of uh, Dallas, Dallas fans? A Dallas group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in Texas for a day and a half. Now, what were you doing in Texas? My wife got um, lonely, so I just came to oh. you know be there, and then uh, flew right back. Well, what is she doing in Texas? She's there for work. Oh, okay. So it's the least I can do for her. What does she do for work? Does she have to go to Texas, or, or do you not want to say? Do you want to keep that? Uh... She's a, she's an accountant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was learning a new program. Oh, I see. I see. So it's not like you're all, you're, this isn't the beginning of you moving to Texas, is it? Well, um, I did talk to Martino's family, and they uh, <laughs> they told me a good couple places to go, but um. You oh, know, I, I thought you were going to say you talked to them about moving in. No, I did. It didn't <laughs> It didn't go so well. <laughs> right. Uh, I took my shoes off, and they were like, nope. Oh. Your feet stink. Oh, oh. 
But um, yeah, I'm not moving to Texas. Um, I'll leave my wife before I do that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that place. Yeah, yeah. And you can say that no because uh, you know she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't listen to you on the radio, right? No chance she's gonna hear this. Right. Yeah. So I can say I'm gonna leave my wife and have no repercussions. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. It, it, how long does she have to be there for? Is she there for? Uh, Coming is... tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. Oh, that's good. All right, so it's not like she's gone for months and months. She's gone for 13 days, so I was oh, uh, okay. I was a single parent for 13 days. Yeah. Oh, that's why I haven't seen you. It's not. I, I, yeah, it's not fun. Um, let me tell you, I underestimated what they do. Really? Yeah. What the other um, side does, like the nurturing things. And yeah, yeah. The patience it takes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you know, big time patience. Now, did you, uh, so you weren't able to just drop the kid off at Bunny's every day? No, Tammy's on to another account, uh, and uh, she's taking Manning's baby when he gets born. Oh, I see. Oh, excellent, excellent. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, this is Mary from Manchester. Hi, Mary. I believe Mike might know who I am. Yes. Mary. Oh, we all know who you are. Oh, well, you've oh called, I know who you are. You've, you've called the show uh, <laughs> several times, and we always enjoy hearing from you. Yeah, well, I just want to have um, Mike pump out there about the Cornhole Tournament and the... Baseball game. I'm sorry. Just Battle of the Badges is what she's trying to Battle say. Battle of the Badges. Yep. Oh. Yeah, and there's a cornhole so tournament. A cornhole, yeah, cornhole tournament will be this coming Sunday at Bonfire. And then the game itself will be at Fisher Cat Stadium on the 20th. And the cornhole tournament will have some really decent prizes. So hope to see all of you there. Yeah. I, I have a gift card from Frank Horse. Haven't been able to drop it off at Bonfire by a well before Sunday. Oh, perfect. Perfect. And then I'll, It'll be fun. It'll and then be fun. I'll, I'll be there at Bonfire after work on Sunday, so. Okay, awesome. I'll Looking be there as well. Bonfire is the place with the free bacon, right? Yes. Mm. And cornhole. Yep. And cornhole. Bacon and cornhole. Mm-mm, wait a minute. Yeah, I feel like I'm in Texas again. Than that, right, Mike? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm sorry been a long day <laughs> not at all well you guys take you guys there and just and hope to see you guys great call mary <laughs> okay all right. all right. awesome you take care michael michaels all right, <laughs> all right mary okay, Th- have thank- fun. thanks for okay. the call bye-bye. bye-bye she gets a lot really nervous around me the- yes we had a thing yeah i remember uh that uh came up on the yeah. sh- on the- i think it was the first time she ever called the show <laughs> she'll you be were calling here. any minute and- to shoot that rumor down and you uh <laughs> Yes. Well, like a gentleman, you shot your own rumor down. The first time you said that, you then corrected mm, yourself and I said, did. no, 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 that's not true. Right. I mean, we never, like, you know, hooked up. Right. There right. was always a flirtation thing. Ah, uh, some sexual tension? Yeah, for sure. Like, through the roof. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, for those watching online and on uh, Comcast 97, I have to ask, what is, you have brought, now oh. I need to explain because radio is theater of the mind, mm. you have brought... What appears from this angle to be a very large painting, a, a large palette, a yeah, big thing. I, I apologize. I'm on foot right now, and uh, no need I didn't to have apologize. anywhere to put it. So oh. I was just kind of. I always carry something around to work on. So you're, if you're, you're looking to see it. I can. I can show you. Well, I am very curious. What What's on it? Oh wow! It's like an emoji, a positive emoji. C- yeah, put put that. Yeah, so people watching online can see. Oh, that's cool. Very nice. Is it done? It looks like it's done, but what do I know? Never done. Really? Yeah. They're never done. Yeah. No, I um, I was gonna fiddle with it. Yeah. 
Very cool. Now, what's going to happen to that? Is that getting hung somewhere in a business, or what's what's uh, what is the uh, trajectory of this particular uh, piece just, of art? I'll just wrap it and put it in storage and put it on a website or something like that. Yeah. 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 No, it's easily I very just, cool. Uh, you know, finish something off. I'll put a clear coat on it, mm-hmm. and then uh, it goes in the uh, file. Yeah. You know, I got about 20, 30 of them just sitting there like that. I, you know, I finished, you know, I finished them all the time. So it's like, yeah, what do you do? But get a storage unit, you know, and then try to sell them online. Right. Right. So that's how you do it. You never plug your, uh, where people can go well, online to look at your art. Well, there's a reason for that. Number one, the audience doesn't have the patience for that. And, mm. and, and I don't want to be here on the wrong pretense. You might be surprised. I'm here to talk crap. Be a bad guy <laughs> to pick fights. I know, but, you know, as, and this is a little inside. I don't know if you even know so the shut reference. shut up, Connor. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you even know the reference, but, uh, but we're very, uh, we, we uh, want people to hawk their wares on this show. Right. Well, you know, like I said, um, I'll hawk my wares, but I think everyone pretty much knows like what I do anyway. So it's like to put it down their throat. I would be annoyed by it if someone else was doing it, so. Yeah, you you have enough of. Um, I have a huge following. You have enough of a following that you don't really need, which is a wonderful uh, position to be in. Actually, it, yeah, you do it organically. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I just let Mike do the word of mouth for me. Yep. Now, by the way, have you uh, have you attempted to uh, recruit uh, Texas Mike into the NWO? No, I haven't. I I can't get near him. Right. I understand. I have a fear of him. Well, as you should. He's uh, got that branding iron that he carries around. He's got me mentally like decapitated right now. Right. What's the word? <laughs> mentally decapitated might not, not quite be the one. word you meant. Uh, uh, the uh, 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 decapacitated. Decapacitated. Incapacitated. Might not be a word. Incapacitated. There you go. Yeah. We, we got it. Yeah. Well, you know, we all get there eventually, right? No. Hey, uh, no, I suppose that's true. By the way, now that reminds me, uh, speaking of, of which, uh, tomorrow uh, on the show, we will be joined by EZG Eric Gagnon, uh, making a rare Wednesday appearance oh, to do his no entertainment way. report. No way. <laughs> yes. Right. You know, he took, he took that from me, too. He always steals a little bit from someone. But he took your, right, yes, yes, right. Now that you say it, that's when you're, you're not. Right. That's when you're. He like, did take that from me, didn't he? Yeah, that's when like Jenny's talking. I'll be damned. And you're trying to fiddle with like the um, you're trying to pull like a sound bite up. And you're not really yeah. listening to her. You're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I do that to everybody. But yeah, he copied that from you. That's interesting. Yeah, I never realized that until you subconsciously mm. I realized it. We did. You always knew because now that you point it out, it's like, yep, you're right. But right. I, I never, I never thought of. Yep, right. he, he 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 takes a little bit from everybody. Yeah, he's Yahoo, my yeehaw. Oh my god, that's he, right, he did. Yeehaw, <laughs> I would never. He did a yacht, but he changed it to Yahoo. Yeah, to make it his own. Yeah, or, but it's not though. It, 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 it is. Yeah. yeah, it's not his own. Yeah, absolutely. Wonder if he came up with all guys <laughs> on his own. <laughs> he may have stolen that from someone. Someone or bye bye. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, he'll be here tomorrow. He can't make it Thursday. So he asked me if he could come on tomorrow. And I said, uh, absolutely. Um, Also, I should remind people that uh, coming up today in the second half of the show, uh, we'll be joined by Mike Sutterth for our weekly uh, Tweakonomics segment. 
I hope uh, I hope Mike Doyle is listening during that. He might hear us talk about inflation as we did recently. You know, I get these emails. Hey, hey, it's it's uh, it's Mike Doyle. I was heading in from Boston. I got a little reception. I overheard the last bit of what you're saying. Uh, you ever consider uh, <laughs> Doyle? Yeah, Doyle's a loyal one. Loyal to his. Um, base, I guess you would say. Yeah, the the base. And of you the gotta party. give someone credit for that. Sure. To not come off it, I guess. I know? guess. Yeah. Well, otherwise yeah. you're just a flip flopper and hard to. Well, I don't know. I think some of the people who who uh, got off the Trump train uh, did so with uh, good reason. <laughs> but um. Well, wait but... a minute. He'll be back. There'll be a rally in Manchester within a year, probably. Speaking of impressions, have you heard the impression that I do now? No. I do. This is like. Uh, it's like a second generation impression. I do an impression of your impression oh, no. of John Hopwood. Oh my God. You haven't heard this? Genius. Yeah. Oh, oh, are you talking about Howard Zen at BU? <laughs> at B at Boston University, Howard Zen? Wow. Do you like that? That's my impression. <laughs> that's not an impression of John Hopwood. That's my impression of your impression now, of John now Hopwood. Now what you lack for <laughs> in accuracy. You make up for enthusiasm. I've always said that about Gonzo's impressions. What do you mean? What do you mean about accuracy? Or do you mean? Do you mean like with Howard Zen at BU? You, you you could stick a you could stick a firefly at my ass and tell me it's sparking on fire. <laughs> I know there's that one in your uh, little board. Yes, yes. I don't have it handy, but yes, that's when. Uh, that's not bad, dude. That's when virtual John Hopwood comes to visit. But yeah, see, I can't do impressions, but I can do impressions of other people's impressions, apparently. I've been working on my Kyle Heavey, too. You have a Kyle Heavey impression? Yeah, well, <laughs> an impression. <laughs> well, I mean, that was a great interview. I mean, 12 minutes left. We could have done the show right now. Well, of course, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm working on it. I told him, I saw him on the, uh, after uh, the bars closed a couple uh, days ago, and uh He's on. Like, I challenged him to do one of me. I'll work on one of him. Yeah. And then we'll have a debate as each other. Oh, that would yeah, be yeah. cool. That would yeah. be funny. Yeah. He he does an impression of, uh, I'm sure we've talked about it before. Rob, uh, yeah. Real, a Rob one, right? Well, he does one of Rob. He does one of Christian. Oh, yes. But he does. Have you ever heard his, uh, are you, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but are you, are you familiar with uh, Scott Farrell? Oh, yeah, the raspy guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever Sports. heard... Have you heard Kyle's impression of Scott Farrell? Mm -mm. It's perfect. Wow. He's got him down cold. The voice, the the inflection, the the, the just the things he says, the, the the cadence, everything. He's got it down cold. There's a little it's Farrell really in the Rob. Like yes. to do Acevedo, you gotta kinda go there a little bit. <laughs> That's but true. you also have to be cool and just like whatever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting here, we're having some cold ones, having a good time here on GSM. We got Mikey in the corner. What's up, Mikey? Not much. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Mikey? I thought that was Howard Zen from BU. You can't do anything. <laughs> you have any scruples whatsoever? Oh, the laugh. The laugh is fantastic. <laughs> the laugh is fantastic. Now, what is going on with, uh, are you uh, back to hosting Ward 13? What's happening with that now? Do you know? What a web he's tangled. I know. First, he gives me the show. Then he backdoors me for Veronette. As oh. everyone heard on your show, the breaking news. And then, 
I've been watching Veronette. She's been crushing it, doing great. Mm -hmm. And guess who wants up? Who wants to be back on the show now that it's right back where it was, you know, cruising along, got major viewage, like so many viewers now. Uh And he just wants to slip in, which is he can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is his show. Um, I think he used me and Veronette as clickbait. And she feels the same way. Does she? Yeah, she's like, I'll get my own show and it'll be better. Oh. I'm like, I'll get my own show. Yeah. It'll be worse. <laughs> Either way, it's hard well, to get that live slot. Like, that's the time you want. Well, that's the thing. That's, Three o'clock on a Wednesday is the most sought after time slot. That is prime time. Dude, that's prime time for the audience, though. Mm hmm. Oh, right yeah. before dinner. Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, especially early in, bird. Like in nursing homes and. Yeah, I guess I'll stay up for Hopwood. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna hit the sheet, but on Wednesdays I stay up till four. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's ridiculous. (laughs) Plus, Oprah was on. Like everyone knows, like that's the time slot. Then Ellen. Oh, right, right, right. Kelly. Yeah, Yeah, so he's in good company. Great company. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. But yeah, yeah, he he's flipping. He's He's back. So it is all Hopwood. You should get a couple of good uh, aldermanic interviews coming up. Mm-hmm. Some real good stuff. He's mercurial. You never know quite what he's going to do with that show. You don't. From week to week. It's very interesting. It is. We haven't seen John. There's a, a couple people who, uh, actually a number of people, uh, listeners of this program who are huge fans of John Hopwood and desperately want him to make an appearance soon. So perhaps this week. Well, I remember you guys were kind of fighting, not fighting, but not, not, buddies again like not best buddies again but i brought him in remember john and i remember i brought him in i stayed for 10 minutes and then i bounced and i let you two have your moment i, I don't about re- a month ago month or two ago i don't remember being upset. like i'll do it if you do it i don't know like was, no you call matt my phone's dying <laughs> sure buddy was he upset with me because i don't remember being upset with him about anything was he upset with me about something i, know, and like, I, I know, didn't realize do you it? remember that <laughs> andre no Maybe you're, what, you're the guy on the street. <laughs> was he upset with me, and I just uh, I was uh, oblivious? You just weren't clicking on all cylinders. I think. Some oh, p- are you talking about the headphone incident? Possibly. He came on, and he wouldn't put on. He was refusing to put on his headphones. That I'm was like, after. That was after. Oh, okay. This is during the peak of our, the prime of our Ward 13 days. Oh. We, oh. we were clicking. Hmm. But I said, "Come on, let's go to Matt. Come on." He's like, "Ah." Uh, I don't know. So I brought him in and then I left and he's like, you know how he does that? Like, and then he yeah. went right into it. He took the baby and said he had oh. a baby. Remember? Oh yeah. 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 The, the, the missing baby. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> no, the baby turned up. I forget. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, John's always welcome. I'm, I'm certainly not upset with him about anything. And uh, like I said, we have listeners who very much want to hear from Hopwood. You think I don't know that? You think I'm going to get Matt his show for him? <laughs> Brandon from Portland uh, very much uh, wants uh, wants John Hopwood on. If I was Brandon from Portland, I would also want him on because mm-hmm. he's. I'll tell you what the the arguments you two used to have. I didn't even know you yet, but that would keep the radio on. I'd park my car in a parking garage. Yep, and I would stay in there for fifteen minutes and listen to it out. Yeah, which is like the ultimate compliment. Right. Right. Hey, Rocky. You did it. You just did it. I know. <laughs> hey, Rocky Huber in the chat room says, uh, hey, wait, Peter White does a bye-bye after his show sometimes. You know how Eric does bye-bye. Did he get that from Peter? I don't. 
I don't see it. Ooh. You see it, Mike? No, I do not. Mm. And I noticed you said something today about beach volleyball in a game. I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about that in a moment. Yes. Okay. Matt Connerton Unleashed is in a video game. We uh, <laughs> that uh, that was released today. Yes, we'll we'll get to that momentarily. Let me give the uh, numbers. We haven't done that yet. Uh, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email uh, to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And yes, I did get a follow-up uh, response from uh, Mike Doyle. We'll get to that if we can. Uh, but uh, best thing to do, and of course, you can interact on Opine in the Facebook live chat, But uh, and we'll say hello to everyone in there in a moment. But the best thing to do, is, of course, is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. Uh, also, too, I want to remind you, we are proudly sponsored by the Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street, right across the street. Don't go there today because Monday and Tuesday is their weekend, but they'll be open tomorrow. They're open Wednesday through Sunday. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. They have uh, Trivia Night on Thursday nights, hosted by the great Bill Cini. Friday nights, Grant Lampton plays there, 7 to 9 p.m. Great food, great service, a wonderful family that owns and operates it. And that reminds me, Gonzo, I've been wanting to ask you. So the day that we did the live remote at the Hop Knot, yeah. at the end of the morning show, I heard it on the replay, you said, and if you're listening to the replay, I'll see you in five minutes at the Hop Knot. And then you never showed up. I know. Well, that was a, a radio trick. Ah, I thought, yeah. Hi, welcome to Matt Carterton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, this is uh, Timmy C. And uh, I just want to let you know, Mr. Connerton, that I've been listening for about 60 seconds and I've not heard politics. I haven't heard the phone number until recently. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just a terrible show. I'm bored out of my mind. Tim, what do you got to say for yourself? I'm so sorry, Timmy C., if that is your real name. You sound like, where are you from? Are you from Philly? Are you a Philly guy? I'm actually I'm actually from New Jersey. Oh, oh, right. You live in New Jersey, but you, uh, you, you probably uh, pretend to be from Philly. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Well, nobody needs to know about that, Mr. Connors. Oh, I apologize. I'm over here because of the lack of politics on this show. I... It disgusts me that you want to have fun on your show, that you want to make original content on your show. How dare you? Right. I, I, I am sorry about that, uh, Timmy C. Um, you know what you could do? Uh, you should uh, You should make a podcast, and, and uh, you Ooh. should— but but don't talk about politics on your podcast. You should spend an hour uh, talking about how disappointed you are 
uh, in my show. <laughs> no, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to make no more excuses about that when I do my podcast. And I'm going to have some douchebag on there as well where I <laughs> well, can go ahead and relay back and forth. I, you know, Maybe somebody named Brian. I don't know. Maybe Ryan or Brian or something like that. I don't know. But yeah. you know what? Yeah, I'm taking you down, Matt. Well, Bring wow. That was out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I know, right? Wow. All right, Timmy C. Aggressive. Just, just make sure you send me a hat. I do need a new hat. All right. I, I will get you a new hat. All right. No more excuses. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, Timmy C. Wow, Timmy C. from uh, New Jersey. That guy sounded crazy. Very excited, didn't he? Crazy. Crazy. Well, you know. Crazy. Uh, what are the call screeners here? What are they, uh, where are they we doing? We need to, uh, the, the call screen, they're actually on strike. They've been on strike for four years now. Well, no. I can't get them back. Th- this is why, uh, you know, I used to be pro-union, but uh, this this debacle with the call screeners has me rethinking all that. Yeah, well, that it was a clever call. I'll give him that. Yeah, it's Timmy C. One of his better ones, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, one of whose better ones? I don't know. It's like Sandra Bullock's body of work. She, her work, it wasn't the worst. Would you prefer Howard Zen call from BU? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about the sabbatical in San Francisco. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, that does open up a line for you, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. Um, we should talk about the video game. Uh, this is uh, very cool, and I did share it out earlier uh, on the Unleashed page. But um, So I got a call yesterday. I don't know if uh, the two of you gentlemen heard yesterday's show, but I did receive a very nice call alerting me that uh, Matt Connerton unleashed the show makes an appearance in a brand new video game that has been released today. Uh, This is from uh, Polygon.com. So uh, we'll read this uh, short article, and I will play the song for you that's in the trailer. Um, Who's up for some retired men's nude beach volleyball league? That's the name of the game. (laughs) Um, First, there was the ultimate soda drinking experience, Soda Drinker Pro. Now... Creator Will Brierly has a new concept, beach volleyball, but with nude old men. Uh, It's Retired Men's Nude Beach Volleyball League, created in collaboration with illustrator Rachel Olson and Aaron Blyart. Sorry, Aaron, if you're listening and I butchered your name. Uh, The host of Conan O'Brien's Clueless Gamer Series. Uh, Retired Men's Nude Beach Volleyball League is essentially what it says on the tin. You play as Len, an older gentleman enrolled in a nude beach volleyball league, specifically for older gentlemen. The game, largely speaking, uh, volleyball, played with a nude ref who sometimes makes bad calls. There's a a story underneath it all, though, told through dialogue that continues throughout the game. Uh, Briar Lee said he hopes it makes players want to hug their grandparents or anyone else they love. At the very least, uh, the game has a very catchy song. Uh, Retired Men's Nude Beach Volleyball League is available today as a bonus game in Humble Choice. Uh, and the website is in the uh, article here that I shared out. The monthly game service from Humble Bundle. Humble Choice gives subscribers 12 PC games every month for $9. On Friday, uh, this game will be added to Humble Trove, the library of games available to Humble Choice subscribers. 
And uh, what I'd like to do, it's short, but I would like to play for you the song about the game that is in the trailer uh, that Will Brierley uh, sent to me. And and uh, this is um, now the show isn't mentioned in the trailer, of course. The the, the uh, when the show appears in the game, it's a visual. But uh, but here's the uh, the song. Check this out. Just waiting for uh, waiting for it to load up here. Here we go. You gotta play with your heart. Give it all that you got. <laughs> Take a shot, serve it up on the ball with everything you got. Stand in the sand. You're a retired man. Yeah, this is life. Here you are, back and forth. This is your. So there you go. The Connerton bump. I know. I was, uh, and, and so there's, um, apparently there's a part in the game, and he did uh, send me uh, the game. Um, he just said, you know, not to share it with anybody, but there's a part in the game <laughs> where, uh, because part of it is you're driving to the, the next game in the uh, volleyball uh, league. So um, the character is driving through New Hampshire and listening to Matt Connerton unleashed on the radio. Wow. So I just... <laughs> I'm just floored by the whole thing. I just think it's so cool. It, it's it's just one of those It's cool, man. Funny surprises that you just never expect. And even if you're not into games, even if you're not a gamer, the song is awesome and the trailer. You gotta watch the um actually I'll share it out right now because I don't think I shared out just the trailer. I know I shared out the article, but the trailer is uh you gotta see the visual that uh that goes with the song. It's just really funny. So um you know, and I, and I told, and thank you to, to Will Brierly for uh, for all this. That's uh, very, very cool. So we'll plug that again later in the show. Yeah, this article is all but, over uh, the web about it, Matt. Not about your show, but about the game. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a real thing. Oh yeah, it's happening. And yeah. then, well, it's not the My Pillow commercial that you play. You know. <laughs> right, right. That's that's true. <laughs> Jeez, might have to play that later. Too. You stop it right there, Mister. That's my Jenny. <laughs> oh, really? Cut it out. Mm. Mm. Is that the is that the first female impression you've ever attempted? Because <laughs> you got you, you know. it. Yeah, I know. That, yeah. No I, offense to any you know girls I impersonate, but I I I, I have enthusiasm. Oh, thank you for that. Uh, no, well, what do you want me to do? Sound uh, like a girl? I message. can't sound like a girl. I guess not. No. I guess not. All right. You cut it out, <laughs> Mister. Wow, that's that's uh, better, right? Uh I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Shut up, Mike. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, let me give the number again, uh, 603-250-6007, if you'd like to join us, 603-250-6007. And I do want to say hello to everybody in the uh, Facebook live chat. Uh, Mike Pelopita, a top fan from Queen City Cabinetry, another one of our wonderful sponsors here at WMNH, is in the chat room. Hello, Mike. Uh, also, Wayne Noel, a top fan from Michigan. Hello, Wayne. Rocky Huber says, uh, watch out. I just saw a weird guy named Gonzo lurking outside the studio. I think he means you. Yeah, and by the way, he's the one that lurked around and oh. like surprised me. I had a destination. What's Rocky doing outside oh. my car while well, digging for quarters? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. My goodness. Uh, Waltius Reed is in the chat room and says, Hiya. Hello, Waltius. Haven't seen you in there uh, in a while. Uh, very talented musician. Uh, Braden Russell is in the chat and says, Is that who I think it is on the couch? Uh, don't get too excited, Braden. That's not John Hopwood. That's Texas Mike. Not that you shouldn't be excited for Texas Mike, but I know you were probably looking for John Hopwood. Uh, Peter White is a top fan and joins us in the chat. Peter, of course, host of The Morning Show with Peter White. And uh, Peter is on vacation this week, but it's uh, some, uh, some classic episodes of the show airing this week. Uh, Charles Richardson is in the chat. Uh, Charles says, uh, what's uh, doing, everyone? I didn't hear the number to call in. He's being funny. <laughs> Charles, of course, host of The Charles Richardson Show, which you can hear every Wednesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Which I listened to and I enjoyed. Oh, you like that? I yeah. listened to one of them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Hopwood's been on the show a couple times. I didn't hear that one. I've, I've been I on the show. I just kind of had it on. Um, I, it came up in my feed. Yeah. So I checked it out. Yeah, good. good. Yeah, Charles is an excellent broadcaster. Yeah. Um, Does he do a good Hopwood impression, though? I don't know. I Does don't Mike know. Martin know? No. Probably not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I leave the impressions to you. Uh, You're the impression master, Gonzo. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, Peter White uh, says Gonzo is extra lispy today. Must yes, I am. Something about that microphone. Thanks. The uh, the uh, sibilance. Thanks, Peter, and thanks, mm. Matt. Yeah, yeah. Sibilance. Um, Make fun of my. Okay, whatever. Charles Richardson says, "OMG, I've been listening for two minutes and no politics." WTF. That's been a running joke on the show recently for a couple of reasons. Uh, Eric Street uh, says, triple Mike in the studio. Also, happy birthday to the GOAT, Tom Brady. I did not know today was Tom Brady's uh, birthday. Uh, and Eric says, uh, Mike is the basketball GOAT. Which one of you, uh, we have two Mikeys here. Which one of you is good at basketball? Him. I was back, I was back in the day. Oh, that's right. You were a baller. Yes. Deep. Uh, he was a uh, sharpshooter, I think they called it. Yeah. Oh. Yes, I was. Good from deep. Accurate. Yes. yes. Uh, let's see. Um, Nemi Jones is in the chat room, says, uh, yes, OMG, where are the GD politics? LMAO, thank God for this first-time caller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Nemi is volunteering to screen calls. I like working without a net. Um, <laughs> Scott Robinson is in the chat room and says, would love to hear Gonzo's political views. Left. Yeah. <laughs> Very left. I remember, uh, hearing you on the morning show once and, and, uh, Peter had on a guest who was, a I, I don't remember who it was, a local uh, Republican. And he's like, yeah, we'll get you to switch. And you're like, yeah, no, yeah, I know. <laughs> not happening. Yeah. I, um, that's why he just kills my mic now. Yeah. 
so I don't do any embarrassing comments during his big interviews that the suits make him do, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Nemi said, uh, I totally refrain from making presumptive comparisons to Leisure Suit Larry, <laughs> the, the game, the men's nude volleyball. Um, and uh, Rocky Uber says, Texas Mike chickened out on that game of horse. Don't forget, Gonzo. Oh, that's, that's true. right. You- I was there. You were there. And he's like, no. He had his girl with him. And uh, it looked like they were having as much fun as a couple could possibly have. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I don't think she said a word to you the whole time. <laughs> Sometimes. She looked annoyed with you. What'd you do? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going, going in the doghouse first. Uh, oh, no. Do, do elaborate, please. <laughs> um, flip-flopping on places to go to dinner, basically. Mm. That's about it, and, it, and it's like I changed my mind the day of, and it's like, you know, you're in a very small dog house right now. I'm like, yes, I do know. I need to stop flip-flopping on you. Um, oh. They had dinner plans. This is what I made out of that. They have dinner plans, and he, right at the last minute, he switched venues. Oh. Which is n- a no-no. Correct. You're supposed to let her pick. She says, I don't know. You pick. And then you're supposed to guess what she wants. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Yep. Yes. And yep. then when you guess wrong and she says, I'm fine, you're supposed to just assume she's fine. Yes. Yeah. But she's uh-huh. not fine. Fine is not fine. Right. But anyway, Mike, you'll, you'll get out of it. Take her to, um, take her to Fratello's. That's a good place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Nemi says, uh, you let me know if that changes, Matt. I think you do a great job and I'd be happy to facilitate. Very nice. I appreciate that, uh, Nemi. And you're always welcome on the show. If you ever want to come up and be on the program with us, uh, I think that would be wonderful. Um, Mike Doyle, uh, emailed me back. I don't know. Again, did you hear yesterday's show? I, I got the email. I caught bits of it. I got the email from Mike about, uh, you don't talk about national politics anymore ever since Biden got elected and, you know, you're just trying to ignore He's right. all the, uh, <laughs> all the terrible things about Biden. Um, and, it's not uh, as fun though as Trump was. Well, that's true, but we still have Trump to laugh at. I mean, Trump is still the uh, head of the Republican Party and the presumptive nominee for 2024. We can't say, did you see what Trump tweeted today, though? Right, that's true. That is gone. That ship has sailed. Um, So, uh, Mike, so basically Mike sent me a long email yesterday saying, you know, you don't talk about politics anymore because you don't want to criticize Biden. Here are all the subjects you ignore. And it was all uh, a list of subjects that we actually have discussed on the show. Um, And I wrote back to him. Just to get uh, people uh, up to speed um, quickly, if you missed yesterday's show, I wrote back to Mike. And by the way, I again, I like Mike Doyle very much. I, think I consider he's a great, him a friend. <laughs> I consider him a friend. I think he's a great guy, and I appreciate the feedback. Any feedback at all that I get on this show, positive, negative, good or bad, you know, constructive criticism, destructive criticism, whatever it is, the fact that somebody cares enough about the show— to have an opinion about it and to say something about it, I love. So I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea, and I don't want Mike to get the wrong idea. I'm not bothered by any of this. I actually appreciate the feedback, even though I think he's wrong. And I wrote back to him, and I said, Mike, no offense, but this is absurd. We talk about politics all the time. It's literally a political talk show. Uh, We've talked about all of these issues and will continue to do so. I assume that you only listen occasionally. 
And when you hear something like Eric Agnon's entertainment report, you then assume that's all that we do now. I always appreciate feedback, but this is just bizarre. I'll be talking about politics today, by the way. Feel free to tune in. Bizarre, huh? Yeah, well, it's it's that thing of, of like, you know, somebody yeah. somebody listens occasionally and they hear something other than, because it is a political talk show at its core, but we do go off into a lot of other directions mm-hmm. and we get into some silly stuff and yeah. and there's comedy, there's satire, occasionally have musicians on. You know, we do a lot of other things too, but then he, along with, say, Timmy C. from New Jersey... Uh, or uh, other people that I think Timmy C and I both know, uh, people get into this weird thing where it's like, unless I talk about politics from the beginning to the end of the show, they're like, oh, Matt Connerton, what's happened to his show? He never talks about politics anymore. And it's and it's uh, very strange to me. So Mike wrote back to me. This is the response that I got from Mike today. He said, uh, Matt, every night I go to the replays to see what the subjects are. Crazy Joe, Texas Mike and his grandmother, WWF wrestling, finances, co-pays, etc. Not a lot of talk about Joe Biden's performance so far. And this, you know, no, like no matter how many times I come in here screaming about, you know, the, 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 the 16,000 migra- migrant children in cages at the border and the Biden administration isn't fixing the problem. But he doesn't hear any of that. You know what I mean? Well, in fairness, you used to talk about that stuff when Trump was there. Right. Mike's grandmother, Eric Gagne's entertainment report that was all part of the mixed bag well that's the other i'm glad you said that gonzo because that's the thing and it's not just mike doyle but these other people i alluded to they act like the show just completely changed right like when trump was president all i did was talk politics and dump on trump for two hours a day and then all of a sudden when biden becomes president the show's got all these other elements to it all these other elements have been there all along. Tons of shenanigans yeah. have always happened. And right, right from what, the beginning. Whether they know it, it might have been what hooked them in. Right. Yeah, exactly. Actually, it's funny you say that, too, because one of the people, and I'm not going to say his name because I told someone I wouldn't talk about him anymore. But one of the people who was complaining recently, one of the people who participated in an entire hour long podcast where they that's real where they uh, just talked about what a terrible person I am and how awful my show is. One of those people used to think it was kind of fun when, like, Easy G would be on, for example, and would even write in the Facebook live chat at the end of the show, great show today, uh, lots of laughs. It w- this was a lot of fun. That gonzo again? <laughs> but that person at some point decided that uh, my show's completely changed, even though it's the same that it's always been. So... Then, uh, so Mike went on to write, I will go back and try to find some in-depth conversations about, and then he listed a series of issues. And then he said, if you could direct me to which days I, according to you, obviously missed these in-depth discussions, so I could go back and listen to them, it would be appreciated, you know, because I have time to do that. Well, come Um, on in, Mike. (laughs) I'll give you my seat right now. (laughs) Uh, I will gladly apologize about the above topics I missed. Well, I don't need any apologies. And like I said, I appreciate the feedback. I just disagree with it. Um, Anyway, and he kind of went on from there. But, you know, I I don't know. Your show's organic. It just kind of goes the way it goes. You have talking points and bullet points that you'd like to hit. But Mm -hmm. if you don't, you don't. And uh, if we spend the whole time talking about EZG, we do. I mean, that's just kind of the way it goes. You, yeah. You still get your points to make, and, uh, you know, you feel it out, I, I right. think. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way of putting it. That it's is, not like you have to 
a, a quarter of things you get to talk about on a, on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like to keep it fairly loose. You know, I do have, uh, I, I always come in with, uh, yeah, you know, several things that I'm going to try to get to. And sometimes I might get to some of them. Sometimes I might not get to any of them. Something else interesting might transpire during the show, whatever it is. Um, but, uh, you know, I've always kind of, to me, it's kind of like the adventure of it. I approach it almost like a choose your own adventure book. <laughs> oh yeah. Flip the page <laughs> you know? 76 for Biden. And then, yeah, 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 I get it. And also it's not like you're not up to date. You know, what's going on. You're ready for it. Yeah. You're not going to get, um, you know, blindsided by a politics question. But I think what Mike really wants is to crop on Biden. Yeah. He wants me to do the Howie Carr show. <laughs> he could just listen to Howie Carr. If that's what he wants, I guarantee you Howie Carr, who I think is on for three hours a day or four hours a day, and uh, people in other parts of the country listening online might not know who Howie Carr is because he's syndicated, but regionally, I don't think nationally. But, you know, he's your standard conservative talk show host who only has on conservative guests and only takes calls from conservative callers and uh, spends, I presume, I haven't listened to him in a while, I assume he spends the four hours a day of his show uh, talking about how great a President Trump was and how horrible a President Joe Biden is, and that's uh, the entire show. And, I mean, if that's what you want, if that's what anyone wants, they're free to listen to him. You know, no, I'm not forcing anybody to listen to me. But a lot of the people who do listen to me, they like, as Rocky Huber is commenting in the chat room right now, a lot of people, and by the way, our sponsors, like uh, the Hopknot, for example, they like that the show is kind of a mix of politics and other things, you know? Yeah, local gossip in Manchester and politics na nationally. Well, we don't really do the, well, I, I wouldn't say local gossip. Well, in a, <laughs> the people in here, like... Well, yeah, Transparency I, I see what you mean. is yeah. key, you know, and then we kind of go from there, you know. Well, I feel like, though, the, the, the uh, cast of characters who come into this room kind of transcend yeah. to, to the listeners, would, transcend Manchester. Oh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, especially that easy G guy. Especially that easy so G. So popular. Well, yeah. yeah he yeah. is, and no, it's so is. annoying. My, my niece is like, can you get me... Can you get Easy G to wish me a happy birthday on his entertainment report? <laughs> like, That's great. Like, maybe. Oh, he's busy. Dirk Don uh, from Arrogant Media just said in all caps, Matt, why aren't you talking about religion, WTF? Yes. That is one of my favorite subjects, actually. Politics, uh, music, and religion, three uh, things I'm fascinated by. All things you're told not to talk about at work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I, and you're yeah. nine to fiver. They're like, don't talk about politics or religion. Every job I've ever had, we, and we don't talked bang about. the secretary. Well, yes, that goes without saying. Mike, uh, Nemi said, uh, "Oh heck yeah, count me in." Beers with Jenny first. I promise I'll message this week. Excellent, excellent. Um, well, if they knew Jenny, they'd know that she drinks Cosmos. Mm. Um, <laughs> Rocky Huber says, uh, this is what makes Matt's show great. In my opinion, if you're not into politics, you have those moments of just comedy, uh, or love that will rope you into listening and learning about politics. So in my opinion, uh, the people's, uh, the people talking stuff are one minded and aren't open minded. Ah, yeah. That was nice. Now mind your business, Rocky. <laughs> 
Oh, Rocky's one of our biggest supporters. We oh, love yeah. Rocky Huber. Absolutely. Oh, I love Rocky. Absolutely. Uh, boy, it's almost the top of the hour already. If anyone wants to get in with a call before we take the break, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. Uh, again, it is Tuesday, so coming up in the second hour of the show, uh, we'll be joined by Mike Sudderth uh, for his weekly Tweakonomics segment. Mike, of course, has an alter ego. Uh, Friday nights, he enters the phone booth and grabs a guitar and then comes out as Grant Lampton and performs at our wonderful uh, sponsor, The Hopknot. I've met uh, both people. They're both very nice. Both Mike and... uh, Yeah, they look alike, too. It's funny. I would have expected that Mike Sutterth would wear glasses and then uh, Grant Lampton would not. Nope. Nope. They're both very humble people. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, By the way... Oh, what was the oh? So, since it since it is almost the top of the hour, I'll just briefly mention something about Crazy Joe. I know there are some people who are totally sick of Crazy Joe. See ya. <laughs> but I did discover every time I think we're completely done with him, I find out something new. Jenny found some videos on YouTube of Crazy Joe from back in 2017, and apparently. Crazy Joe had a run-in with a guy named Patrick Melton who hosts a show, <laughs> a podcast up. Up. called Nobody Loves Onions. I'm sorry, Nobody Likes Onions. <laughs> Do you know about this? No. Oh, okay. This is the best love. Yeah, yeah. So... June 23rd, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls in women's sports with a Columbus connection. I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club's super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit bjs.com slash newalbany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. We're watching this video of Crazy Joe talking all this smack about this guy, Patrick Melton. And it's the same kind of stuff he says about me. Dirk, I wonder if you know about this. It's the same kind of stuff he says about me. And then I Google Patrick Melton Crazy Joe and I come up with these episodes of Nobody Likes Onions where apparently Crazy Joe would call in. It's like... It's like Patrick Melton was Crazy Joe's Matt Connerton before I was Crazy Joe's Matt Connerton. Or, or I'm now Crazy Joe's Patrick Melton. Very cable guy. It is. <laughs> oh, it is. Chip Douglas. Yes. That's a great film. Um, yeah. Wow. Old bits, huh? Yeah. Oh, Dirk says, I discovered Crazy Joe last year, so I don't know about this. Jenny needs to share this with me. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to reach out to Patrick Melton. And the only reason I know, see, Crazy Joe butchers everyone's name. Dude, you get Melton on, dude? I'm going to try to get wow. him on. I'm going to reach out to him. I don't know Patrick Melton personally, but I know a lot about him. <laughs> and the only reason I know a lot about him, it's such a small world online. It really is. The reason I know so much about Patrick Melton is because I'm a fan of a show 
called Red Bar Radio, which is out of Chicago, hosted by a guy named Mike David. And Mike David likes to harass these other podcasters that he doesn't think are very good. He likes to pick on them. He likes to make fun of them. And um, he likes to make fun of Patrick Melton. So because I'm a fan of Mike David, that's how I know who Patrick Melton is. So you've heard the name Patrick Melton. Yes. Wow. Yes. And I've seen his work. <laughs> but now I'm going to actually reach out to the guy. I think he'll talk to me. Of course. And uh, let's talk and, some and Joe with you. Try to get him on the show to talk some Joe. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Isn't that great? Way better than politics. I know, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, well, we're way past the hour. <laughs> well, we're really not. We're right I know. At the I just wanted to do it. All right. We're right. Well, at that's the top. fast. Hmm? You got a fast clock there, buddy. Yeah, I think so. Well, we should uh, usually on uh, the days that uh, Mike Sutterth is coming in, I uh, cue up a Ween song. Uh, did you know that Peter White is the one who got Mike Sutterth into Ween? No, I did not. Yes, yes. I tried to get into Ween because of Peter White as well. Yeah. Do you like Ween? No, that, that's the end of the statement. Oh, okay. So you don't like Ween? They're okay. I mean, they're definitely a mixed bag. That's for sure. They're very, um... I haven't given them a, the full chance, I should. They're really culty, too. Like, mm. I feel clicky, a clicky group. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, not many people know who Ween is. Yeah, they're uh, very, um... I mean, you'd put them in that alternative uh, category, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so we'll do that. We're going to play, uh, play a little Ween, show some love to our sponsors. Uh, Mike should be arriving soon, and are you sticking around? Yeah, I'm going to move over to the, uh... Oh, it'll be like uh, the Tonight Show. You move on down the couch. Yeah, out of respect. Not literally. Yeah, yeah, because Mike might have uh, papers and things. He like doesn't I have said, as, we've talked about this. He doesn't you don't have, have as many. To... Doesn't have as many papers as Easy G. It's fine, Matt. Easy G's got the big orange binder. <laughs> Maybe Mike needs a tab. I think Mike has a tablet. I mean, anyway, <laughs> they should have known not to get Easy G a tablet because that's the sh that's part of the shtick, the <clears throat> crumpling, the paper. Oh, I, I got to write this down. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, coming up in 2025, we have, uh, you know, like, way unrelevant things. And How you doing, Matt? It's Mike Doyle here. <laughs> By the way, Melanie La Liberty joins us in the chat room from the great state of Vermont. Woo! She says, uh, so you're not special? Sucks when you discover he used the same lines on someone else. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I, I, uh, yeah, you know, you know what I feel like? I feel like uh, that episode of Live with Dar uh, Live from Daryl's house, where Daryl Hall goes to Cabo Wabo and Sammy Hagar is the guest, and Daryl at dinner reveals to Sammy that Eddie Van Halen actually approached Daryl Hall about being the new lead singer of Van Halen to replace David Lee Roth, and then Sammy's sitting there like, oh, I don't feel so special now. Yeah. That's how I feel. That's a good analogy. There's also a couple where like someone uses a poem on someone and then it comes out like the wife, the current wife finds out that he used it on a, an ex-girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I think it might have been um, uh, Growing Pains, maybe. Oh, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. But yeah, that's how I feel. Oh, and uh, Stacey Lawton is in the chat room and Stacey says, I love weed. All right. Well, on that note, we will uh, take a, a break, and we will be back. More Matt Connerton Unleashed coming up. And I was doing impressions, and I was doing comedy, and I was playing up the crazy Joe persona. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are into our number two numero dos of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. <laughs> streaming everywhere at WMNHradio.org. And, of course, uh, on uh, the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options. Social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online. And also, uh, Tomorrow Radio in Ireland, our new friends. Uh, I see Andrew Joseph Reed Downs McCann Brown in the Facebook live chat and says, uh, hello, gang. Uh, also, our friend... And uh, Dirk Don from Arrogant Media says, uh, I'm excited to announce the new show for Arrogant Media, Race Relation with Crazy Joe. Uh, it'll be great as Joe gives you the news and his commentary on what's going on with the wide range of races in the world. It'll be great. Wow. Well, that, that will be uh, very... <laughs> I can't... Can't wait. I do want to remind you, of course, that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street, right across the street. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. Uh, they have uh, live entertainment. Our friend over here, Mike Sutterth, also known as Grant Lampton, performs there live every Friday night. I will be there Friday night with Bells on. Uh, we were there last Friday, and it looked like it was going to be a total flop. And in the span of about 45 minutes, uh, they were they were packed. So oh. uh, it's a great place. You know, there's an after work crowd and there's an evening crowd, and that's kind of what I, I play over and through. Absolutely, yeah. Make sure you stop in. Uh, Grant is there, of course, Friday nights, Thursday nights. They have uh, trivia night with the great Bill Cini. Such a wonderful place. A great uh, great food, great service, and a wonderful family that owns and operates it. And we're so honored and privileged to have them as a sponsor. Don't go there today because Monday and Tuesday is their weekend, but they are open uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, before we get to Mike's segment, too, let me give the numbers uh, in case you would like to join us for the conversation. Uh, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. Of course, you can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat, as many of you do, and we appreciate it. Uh, but the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is give us a call at 603 603- 2506007 uh in addition to Mike Sutter, uh, Texas Mike is here as well on the couch. Hello. And uh our friend Gonzo is also here. He had to uh I think go put some money in the meter. Uh but he will be back to join us as well. Uh all right Mike, are you ready? I'll go ahead and uh, hit your music here and uh, Ready as I'm going to be. Hit it. All right. Yeah, hello Manchester, this is Mike Sutter, a humbly early retired struggling musician by day, but on Tuesday nights he flies in, cape afloat and all, and uh, talks to you about what uh, Matt and I have coined, uh, Tweakonomics. Um, how that came together, if you care to know, is uh, I spent the better part of my high school and college career following the Grateful Dead, and I don't know, the, the pretty girls used to call us tweakers. Um, <laughs> really? But I, but I, yeah, you're like you tweaker, you know, for whatever reason. Oh. But so you know, uh, years go by, go by, things change. I did graduate from college. I did go on to study and further my education beyond that, and was very turned on by economics. So 
Here I am. I put the tweak in tweakonomics. Very nice. So where where do we begin? Um, well, that's up, that's up to you. Okay, let's start off with something <laughs> uh, lighthearted. Britney Spears is pissed, okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> I know we hear a lot of hate and dissension on your show regarding he who shall not be mentioned in my segment anyway. Um, <laughs> but he's afraid of no man. Anyway, now there's Britney Spears. She's pissed, okay, if I'm allowed to say that. Yes. Okay, thank you. So she's her nose is all out of joint and whatnot, and uh, it... The, the story I had heard bounced around a couple of times, and it started to catch my interest. So I, I read up on it a little bit, um, just beyond Google for you guys. And uh, she has got, so the things that the, basically it's a parental custodian. But, you know, what's she got to be? I, I want to say she's in her early 40s, late 30s now. I think she's, I think she just turned 40. And just I, turned 40, and okay. I, I, I hear the word uh, conservatorship. Conservatorship, right. Yeah. Which is different than a custodianship um which there is such a thing and i have experience with it because i um i inherited a little bit of money from uh, my parents and i decided to put it in a uh vehicle they call it um to sock some money aside for her for college and whatnot and i was the custodian mm. but a stewardship is that what you call it a stewardship that you heard conservatorship Cons conservatorship yes so i don't know and this is where I started being interested in. I have no problem with Britney Spears, you know. I saw her play here at the uh, SNHU Arena years ago, and uh, she she backed up what she said she does. She's damn mm -hmm. good at what she did. Yeah. Um, but I think what Dad had put in place when she was a, a young buck or a young whippersnapper was like, okay, you're going to make millions of dollars. I should probably be the one here steering the ship. And that probably came from a good place in his heart, right, um, eventually. But her life's half over, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I don't wish that on her, but you know, she she's I want to say she's peaked, right? I don't you know, she's not on uh, the Super Bowl halftime show or anything like that. But you know, I always thought a good singer and you know, paid attention to her music and um not with much depth. But so she has come out now and thrown down the gauntlet. She will not perform ever again if dad wins this uh uh Custodial? Conservatorship? Con conservatorship. <laughs> I need to think like museum. Conservatorship. There you go. <laughs> um, which she probably doesn't like that term either, you know? <laughs> that pissed her off too. But um, she said, okay, like if this doesn't work for work out for me in court. Now, I'm sure she has a stipend, you know, what, you know, a couple million dollars a year just to get by. Yeah. The poor thing, to buy makeup and milk and whatnot. But she has talked about um, how she's completely controlled. Like she can't yeah. do anything without... Uh, without dad approving it or something yeah and i mean i think what'll it'll end up affecting case law like if you're into this lawyership type of stuff um legalese uh which i, I occasionally am because when she's 18 or 16 i get it you know a 40 year old man should probably say hey you just made 10 million dollars you know let let dad give you some advice here and I don't want you going out and buying a Lamborghini and turning out like Charlie Sheen or something. Mm -hmm. um, so it probably came from a good point at, at one point. She's 40 years of age. Happy birthday, Brittany. She made the money. The people paid to make her rich. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, that's, you know, in its purest form, that's because of her and not because of Mr. Spears. Yeah. Um, so I think there'll be some interesting case law that will come as a result of this, or at least will be challenged. I don't know about a result. Um, uh, and Nemi Jones in the chat room says Britney's new attorney has done more for her in three weeks than anyone associated with her previously has done in 15 years. Wow. Well, I mean, to, to make to, to make it basic, like 
you know, was she 18 years old when she signed this contract? Maybe so. That's a legal adult, so maybe it is binding. And, you know, this is how new case law is made that, mm. well, I'm not 18. I'm 40 years old. You know, I'm uh, I'm not long for this world. And, again, I don't wish that on her. I'm just saying. I, I do this yeah. from my own perspective. You know, I'm not a kid anymore. And, you know, the, any constraint put on me, I can understand if uh, I had 10 grand or 10 million or 100 million in the balance, I might want to bring you all to court over it. Um but I thought it was cool. It was actually in the Wall Street Journal. Like that's how serious the uh, financial critics are taking this. Oh, like yeah. if yeah. if she wins, I mean, probably none of I, and I don't mean this derogatory. Probably is, none of us could give a hoot if she performs again. Right. Um, you know, I think she had her. Is she the uh, you know David Cassidy of our era? But um, but she should be allowed to make a pretty penny off of it. And you got you and I and uh, I think Texas Mike was here when we talked about you know college athletes and. If they're a flash in the pan, should they be able to make uh, their own money and and be comfortable because of their talents? And mm -hmm. that's at the end of the day, this is what this comes down to. You know, I could adore her music or not care for it or you know anywhere in between, um, which is probably somewhere in between. But it, she's the talent. She's the one that I paid you know tickets for my daughter and uh, brought her to the SNHU arena and had a heck of a lot of fun. And she backed it up. It was a heck of a show. It was great. It was a great spectacle. I'm not a fan of kind of that. Uh, flashy music or at least in that that sense but I I, um, I I just thought it was really funny that she you know what's her last card to play is like fine I won't play anymore I'm gonna go work at Sonic <laughs> I'm wearing roller skates and I'm serving burgers and shakes now didn't she uh, didn't she end up in this position because she had that um, and I don't remember how long ago it was now or uh, Gonzo returns by the way hello sir hey, hey, hey. I don't I don't remember how long ago it was now, um, and but she uh, she had that kind of public meltdown. I remember she shaved her head, yep. and uh, and that's when I think her her dad was able to step in. And I don't even know how that works exactly, and, and what the yeah. process is. But this whole thing is unusual. It's unusual, and I you know, I think you look at the the brass tacks of stuff. I'd, I'd like to know her age, and I didn't research it that deeply. Forgive me, audience. Um, she's she is thirty nine currently. She's thirty nine, so she's about to turn forty. Yes. So my my question or point would be, how old was she when she authorized the conservatorship, or did she even have to consent to that because she was living with mom and dad, and dad got clever and drew the thing up? See, I don't I don't know if she ever authorized it. Did she? I, I don't know that. That's yeah. what I mean. I didn't dig deep enough on this. You know, I'd like to say just reading the article and doing the light research I did that, excuse me, at the end of the day, she's the she's the product, right? She's the commodity. God bless her. You know, she's an attractive woman and people bought her music and people bought her concert tickets and T-shirts and stickers. And I, I just just did a quick Google search. The conservatorship started in 2008. So when she was about 28, 27, 28, that's when the conservatorship. Yeah conservatorship started yeah so that that's going to be unusual because she's not a minor at that point right like she has her professional act together i would guess at that point oh i think so, it oh this is one i'm reading by bbc and this was from um updated earlier last month um the singer's career has been in the hands of legal guardians and arrangement known as a conservatorship since 2008, when she faced a public mental health crisis, the court-ordered agreement gave her father, Jamie Spears, control over her estate and other aspects of her life. 
Is, is there an expiration date on what you're reading there? Um, like if she turns 42, is it done? Or is it the, the duration of her life is what I heard there a little bit? That's a tough question from Mike to find on the spot. Well, I think. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. sure. I'm, no, I'm curious, man. I'm having a conversation. Like well, I, I think I think that maybe. I mean, I, I get the impression that that's part of the problem is that there is no expiration date on it. That it's it's this open ended thing. Did you find something, Mikey? Um. So, in November 2020, a judge declined to remove Mr. Spears, but named financial fund the Bessemer Trust as co as co-conservator of her estate as well. And then a month so. In December 2020, the judge extended Mr. Spears' conservatorship until September of this year. Good. Yeah, so it sounds like it's going to expire either way, right? <laughs> yeah. But I think the father will keep right. trying, trying to extend it. Just to stand. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, man. I was, I was just, I, I was like, you go, girl. You know, yeah, we, I didn't. Go to see your dad, you know, play at the Verizon and right. buy his T-shirt. And my daughters didn't listen to your music; they were concerned with her. And and yeah. again, I get the early stage thing uh, to protect a young person. Mm -hmm. Of you know, you don't want to do uh, you know. Oh, that's great! You bought four Lamborghinis. You know, now you're now we're now we're all broke. Because let's face it, Mr. and Mrs. Spears, I think they may be divorced. The parents uh, at this point, but they probably stood to benefit from the situation. Um, Is that fair. Nemi in the chat says uh, it's the last thing she has to control her performances. Uh, she had one appearance uh, where she simply checked the box of her obligations by simply and only walking through her concert and standing on stage. No songs. I've never seen much of a. F uh, I've never been much of a fan of her music, but her talent and draw is undeniable. When your censorship micromanages you down to. Oh, I'm sorry. When your conservativeship conservatorship <laughs> micromanages you None down get it right. <laughs> uh, to the details of whether you're uh, allowed to reproduce uh, whatever money's been squandered uh, by her trustees would readily be placed uh, be replaced by her supportive fans heck I'd buy a ticket yeah that's um that's something we learned uh, uh, too in, in this is that yeah they I guess part of the conservatorship is she's required to have an IUD uh, Wait, so she uh, yeah yeah, she's required to. They they want her to so that uh, she doesn't get pregnant. Hmm. That's wild, huh? Really? Yeah, that's wild. To get that specific? Yeah. I mean, you know, lay off the Lamborghini, but if she wants or doesn't want to? Yeah. You're getting into some deep personal choice stuff. There. Justin <laughs> really did a number on her. Justin Timberlake really did a number on her. You think yeah. it's, it's Justin's fault? Absolutely. Mm. And Kevin Fett. Kevin Federline, too. Oh, Kevin Federline. I forgot about him. Yeah, he was, a, he was a character. The Cato Kalen of the music business, yeah. Melanie. Uh, that makes any sense. Melanie in the chat room, it does. Uh, Melanie <laughs> says, uh, interesting, young male artists that go off track a bit don't get their ability to make independent decisions um, taken away. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt, this is Ron. Hello to everybody there. Hey, Ron. I just wanted to say, as far as Brittany, right, she's a performer. She's hot. She's good to look at. She's all that eye candy and everything else, and she can dance up a storm. But she really doesn't have any vocals. I mean, you know, she really doesn't. She kind of, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, she's not a Whitney Houston voice. She's not a Mariah Carey. She, you know, she's just, she just kind of. 
catches you with the eye candy and that sells the records. But I don't think she really can sing. Have you ever heard of Lucky, Ron? No. No, I haven't. She performs beautifully on that one. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I know the song you mean, yeah. Such a great voice. Yeah, I'll have to ah. YouTube it. Ron, come on. Don't be so um, chauvinistic. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should give you an IUD. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding, brother. Oh, I, I've never seen your face. Forgive me. That's not oh, nice. Oh, my. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's calling you out, Ron. Well, yeah, so, stuff went crazy <laughs> real quick, didn't it? I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know what this to call you out on. I just, uh, like I say, she just I compare her voice to other female singers, and she just doesn't compare. As a musician, I agree with that statement, sir. But, you know, her commodity is whatever her commodity is. If it's eye candy or selling out stadiums <laughs> or, you know, selling uh, mead book binders for, <laughs> for junior high school or whatever, how she makes her money, uh, that's her commodity. I agree with you again. You know, her talent is, you know, she's no Willie Nelson or she's no Elvis or no uh, Alicia Keys, as you said, you know, who is a musician. I pointed that out to my ni- uh, wife the other night. Um, Alicia Keys was on, and boy, can she play the piano. She can sing. Oh, yeah. And to a musician like myself or want to be a musician, that makes a big difference. Like, okay, this isn't just swimming in their head as, uh, you know, a way to make a buck. They, she put some thought into it. Uh, Dirk Don in the chat says, how is the quality of her voice relevant to what's happening? I, I'd buy that, too. Uh, it's really not. To be honest with you, I just wanted to say, I guess I'm saying I never really cared for her as yeah. far as a singer. Okay. Sure, she's cute to look at, but it's not relevant in any way, uh, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. All yep. right. All right, Ron. You know, I would Bye-bye. say... Thank Ma- you for the call. Mike would know about this, because like, Mike's the guy, like the brains, but Grant Lampton is the eye candy version of Mike. I'll buy that, too. Okay. Well, right. <laughs> I appreciate the endorsement. <laughs> cute to look at. Yeah, oh, getting from, that phone from like booth. 10 paces, yeah. Sure, wow. <laughs> oh, very nice, very don't, nice. Don't get too close. <laughs> Security. Uh, Tom Blanchard uh, says, I'll agree, Ron. She seems to depend on the synthesizer. Well, yes, but that's not, uh, but she, you know, regardless of, of how you feel about her or don't feel about her, uh, her music or whatnot, I mean, that's that's not the issue at hand, of course. Uh, she's a... Uh, you know, she probably, uh, I mean, you know, she's 39 years old. She probably doesn't need to have her father uh, telling her she has to have an IUD. <laughs> it's just kind of, it just sounds strange. Yeah, yeah. Coming my, out of my My daughters mouth. wouldn't put up with that stuff for me. Yeah, yeah. And much anything else in that direction. And I respect that, you know. It's, you know, what I want Mr. Spears saying, like, well, Mike, you know, you can go on tour, but we're going to have to castrate you. Right. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, is it not kind of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Given the choice, <laughs> you well, I don't know. You, you would put... you sell your soul for fame? Basically, is what it means. I would give up my birth, well, my birth ability to be famous for sure. When Big Mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power and your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for twenty five dollars a month on one of America's largest five G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can grow limbs back. Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. New customers only. One line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated. Like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash. 
in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Maybe that's what happened. That's brilliant, dude. I would too. (laughs) I'll fall into the gates of hell on that one. Yeah, maybe that happened. (laughs) We don't know the details. Maybe we're we're not speaking literally, I guess. Maybe that was the deal when she was 14. (laughs) And the devil said, I'll make you famous, but you have to wear this this thing. (laughs) Wear what? Uh... I don't know. What do you do? You wear an IUD? I don't even know what that means. Oh. I just heard. Oh, that's right. You're a you're a breeder. You is that like the, a is got... it a sponge? No, no, it's not exactly. No, it uh, it's we like we don't a, need to. Yeah, no, no. that's more a discussion for Matt. It Connerton. looks like the Tesla logo, but they put it yeah, inside. It's of more for Matt Connerton unsheathed. Uh, Dirk <laughs> Don is asking, uh, what did Justin do to Brittany anyway? I just knew they dated. What did uh, Justin? Uh, did, did did they? I don't remember. Did right. they have an acrimonious breakup? Yeah, they did. It was a heartful one. Um, the whole country was impacted. Um, what happened was basically Brittany went off course and hooked up with Wade Robson, the choreographer for InSync at the time. Oh, and then um, from there, Justin wrote Justified based on the whole oh Brittany thing, oh. Crimea River, all that stuff is oh. about Britney Spears. That's right. Yeah, and then Cameron Diaz said, "Please move in with me." Be my pool boy. Oh. And she probably got mad at that, too. Hmm. I think he's married to Jessica Biel right now. Yes, they are married, right? Is it Jessica Biel? Yes, I it believe so. It is Jessica Biel. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Well, I, I have no sympathy for Justin Timberlake, who is a nice guy and a talented man. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> but in that direction, it's like, the guy can't make any mistakes, at least when I used to follow him. I remember his first performance on Saturday Night Live uh, ages ago at this point uh, without... Who was he from? He was with NSYNC? NSYNC, yes. Okay. So when he came, we went out as Justin Timberlake, right? And he started his own career. Uh, I remember, you know, kind of half watching uh, Saturday Night Live one night, and I'm like, okay, this this will be good, you know? So going to get up and do the, the oh, 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 wrong band, I know, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Kind of do that. Mm-hmm. No, he sat down at a Fender Rhodes like Alicia Keys does, on, and he played his behind off. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I love being proved wrong sometimes, and that mm-hmm. evening was one of them. I'm like, this guy has the muse. He, he's, he's an extremely talented kid. He's just not a Mickey Mouse Club alumni yeah. like Britney is. He, he right. is, actually, and he's cute to look at as well, but he is a Mickey Mouser. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, <laughs> Melanie, <laughs> Melanie in the chat says, meh, he's mostly eye candy. Okay. He, he's cute. You like him? You, you, I don't mind him. You like JT? Yeah. Sure. All right. JT. Where's he now? What's what he do doing? Think, well, he's married to... Jessica Biel. He, he did a um, good version of one of Goff Book song with Goff Books and Nashville. That's is he YouTube. cute or not? <laughs> I'm going that way. Well, we could take that a couple of ways. Yes, we could. Or in Mike's case, we would not take that a couple of ways. Um, what a sophomoric conversation. Soft, 30 <laughs> points for sophomoric. It's not like the conversations we had at BU with Howard Zan. Yeah, Zan. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, uh, anything? 
Anything. People who didn't hear the first hour of the show are very confused right now. I oh. hate that you ruined that for me. Now. <laughs> Including me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello to uh, Miriam Banish, by the way, in the uh, Facebook live chat. Miriam uh, is a top fan and says good afternoon. Uh, if you'd like to uh, uh, discuss any of this with us, give us a call, 603-250-6007. Uh, anything more about uh, that, Mike? Or uh, have... No, no. I wanted to um, start the sh show on a lighthearted <laughs> note. Yes. <laughs> It looks like poured gasoline on some fires. Great, though. I, I, I do want to mention, and forgive my giggles and tears here, I try to be serious sometimes. Like, I'm reading statistics here. Yeah. Gonzo, um, I had the pleasure of meeting he and uh, some of his family, I believe, at the basketball jam. Oh, uh, yes. oh yeah, yeah. You, you, were, you were painting next to me, and I was yeah. playing, and... My wife and child showed up, yeah. That was your wife and child? Yeah. Okay, I, you got to be discreet. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but uh, we said hello, and um, it was damn fine to meet you. And then I, I ducked into uh, the 603, which I occasionally play down at the patio the other day, and you were um, gracing their jersey barriers with some, with some paint. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to meet you, too. Um, it was you know. full bore, man. You were out there, cans flying and everything. Oh, yeah, I let it rip. A green light to me is a full... Full go for it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sorry, people who uh, don't like to smell a spray paint, but you know, mm. hey, I have can you tried do it? it. So, <laughs> have you tried it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Come on by. I let you do it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Free tag day. So anyway, they, for, for, again, <laughs> forgive my laughter. I haven't had the experience. I've had the experience with Texas Mike here, and he has his uh, jocularities, and I laugh at that too. But <laughs> you got me on the. <laughs> well, now that we're all, you know. S in each other, I mean, you know, floating each other's boats. You know, I enjoy your segment as well, and I wanted Thank to you. be Thank here you. for that. Uh, I appreciate oh. that. Especially the Britney part. <laughs> <laughs> well, very nice. Yeah. Mike? I think we'll all be taking a Britney tonight at some point, won't we? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Duck Dawn, I do not get your reference. I'm going to have to listen to some of that. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> let's... um. Let's go into my next little segment that I introduced here last week. Yes, um, yes. The shameless marketing plug. I, you and I didn't talk about it, or did we afterwards, if it's a good idea. The first and foremost thing that I do is say the great sponsors of this great station, WMNH 95.3, um, Kenny and family over at the Hopknot, which I do play under the moniker Grant Lampton every Friday night, um, is, uh, I guess, here one of your main key anchor sponsors here. Yes. Um, Mike at the uh, Queen City Cabinetry, who I had the pleasure of meeting. Uh, I know he's one of your full board sponsors in CGI Business Solutions. Uh, and that's kind of who I hear on your day-to-day -day radio. CGI is the OG of WMNH sponsors. What about Language Mingle? Language Mingle. <laughs> Did they fall off? I think so. Oh. I don't hear the spots anymore, so I don't play yeah. it. But well, Screw them. But, 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 <laughs> but, 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 Smell but, you later. But CGI, <laughs> they've been here uh, since the beginning. Yeah, the OG. Yep. Yeah, the OG. That's cool, man. Yeah. And, and uh, as a former HR professional and um, all of that, I, I appreciate what they do. And there's a great need for especially small businesses in Manchester and surrounding area. They're over in Auburn. Um, you know, they're kind of a one-stop shop for solutions of uh, HR, mm. accounting, excuse me, employee benefits and things like that, investment planning even as well. So uh, last week we talked about Breeze Tees over on Hanover Street. Uh, this week, I wanted to plug. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Jeez. The uh, Elm Street House of Pizza. 
you guys, this, you guys probably know these people better than I do, and I know people have opinions in all directions, so I thought I'd stir the pot here a little bit. Um, well, uh, that's uh, Tim Baines owns that, correctly? That's Timmy Correct. Baines, and I know his other partner is Bob Scribner, who uh, was very good to me at the Wild Rover and hung on to me up until the uh, pandemic as a performer there. Well, I, be, I bet if uh, Tim was here, he'd uh, say he was very excited to hear you talking about Elm House of uh, Pizza. My name is Tim Baines. Today, I'm excited. See? <laughs> Love it. What buzzsaw did I walk into here today? Yeah, he's, just, he's very excited. Yeah, you know, I, I'm... My name is Tim Baines. Today, I'm excited. He's so excited, he set off a car alarm outside. <laughs> my name is Grant Lampton, Tim, and I'm very excited, too. Hmm. Um, why I brought this up, my wife is like, I'm going to beat you with the wiffle ball bat on the back of the legs if you don't drive down there and say, can I play guitar once a week for you guys? So um, I thought it was only, um, you know, right that I would bring up the Elm Street House of Pisa. They also have a, they redid the bar in there. We all, y'all remember uh, Theo's, right? Oh, yeah. That was yeah, Joe, Joe Kelly, Lavassier, and it was a it was a cool place, man. It, it was, a, it, they did what they did, then they did it well. And I, I enjoyed going there and watching football and whatnot. But, um, Going back into the now Elm Street House of Pizza, they redid the bar and it's really nice. And they have a patio up back and it's really nice. And the, I've probably been there two or three times. The food is really nice. And I do have a couple of dear uh, bartender friends who pull shifts there every once in a while. Did so. you ever ask them if you could play there? Or is this what this is? No, this is why my wife wants to beat me on the back of the legs with oh. a wiffle ball bat. Oh, okay. So this is what this is. Yeah, I know Tim, I'll call him up. This, this segment is <laughs> called Shameless Self-Promotion. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe maybe I'll stop by there and and have myself a um, carbonated cold malt beverage and oh. um, see if, see if Tim's there and say hello. But like I said, I, I had worked for uh, Bob Scribner for a period of time, and it's funny in this small silly town you hear like, oh, you work for Bob? Well, you know, Bob uses deodorant, not antiperspirant. We don't like <gasps> it, you know something what? stupid. Like, I'm just saying like some nonsense reason like. How I knew Bob Scribner and no Bob Scribner, he was, he was all business. He was straight up with me. He was a professional. He's like, you jump through these hoops and I pay you money. And he was darn good at that. So I have nothing but uh, good things to say about him. I did go to Mint, which I guess that's Tim's first place. Oh, okay. Um, the Mint uh, Bistro. I've not been there in some time, but um, I've seen him out front of there. So uh, if you're listening, Tim, and I know you're excited. So oh, yeah. My name is Tim Baines. Today I'm excited. I got to strike while the iron's hot, dude. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, please go check them out. Again, the food is really good. And if you're lucky enough to meet some of my friends who are bartenders there, they're real good at what they do and they will take care of you. It's not for free. I'm not saying you go drop five bucks and you get have to Uber home and with the tattoo, but um, they're, they're good people there. And um, I wanted to plug them. So let's move on from the shame and the sparkling plug. And did you see how I worked myself in there? Yeah. You, should write a cool. note. yeah. you should write a note with the check marks and be like, if you want me to play here, check yes. Like Brittany. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to end up 40, 39 years old and not control my finances. That's right. Because that was like 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go on to something else here in our Tweakonomics segment. Uh, Matt, I do want to say, like, I appreciate you so much. I think you and I talked about this being like a newsflash or something uh 15 minute you know uh entertainment report uh which i want to give easy g a big shout out for including me on that yes yes um, he'll be here tomorrow awesome awesome well i will call in and i'm sure he will have already plugged me by then but um anyway so let's get on to the, uh something else here um so have you guys heard the rumblings that used cars used cars in the sense of like a year old or two years older 
Anybody out there in Radioland or in the studio here gotten a call from your recently purchased car? Mm-hmm. We'd love to buy it back from you. I've heard it from two people. Yeah. And uh, I was blazing through the Wall Street Journal the other day. To the lump, to the lump, to the lump, to the lump. I didn't read it. I just held it. But um, <laughs> it, it's amazing that um, that I heard it personally. So I, not, so I know the rubber has met the road, to use a terrible pun. Um, that, you know, yeah, I bought this uh, Silverado custom truck uh, a guy that I work with a young guy and he's like I went in to buy uh, floor mats for the winter time and he's like we're gonna we'll pay you four grand more than what you paid for it wow so he's like I sold my truck took the four grand leased a new one a nicer one and I got home my wife wanted to kill me but he's like this never happens you know yeah yeah we've all been brought up with the idea of like I drove it off the lot it's worth five grand less than it was (laughs) ten minutes ago right yeah because typically a car does depreciate in value right right. very quickly I've heard this too like people are scooping up really recently previously owned vehicles yes yeah yeah because because my my dad has worked for as a car salesman for ten, yeah, ten plus years. He's been at multiple dealerships. Like right now on his lot, he only has thirty-two Fords on his lot, new, because we we are waiting on the computer chips from China. Dude, you just hit that one yeah. out of the park, and I won't say stole my thunder, but what a great segue. She. Texas Mike is exactly right. And I did consult a computer fr- professional on this, somebody who works at a computer reseller. And indeed, it is the chips that are on backlog and also glass. Isn't that weird? Really? Yeah, one of the, you know, but the um, all kinds of stuff go into chips, right? There's a lot of copper, there's a lot of silver. Yeah. yeah. But I guess there's something to do with the, the fiber optic systems or things like this that they're not able to meet demand. It's economics, ladies and gentlemen. There's demand and supply, and when the supply and demand go opposite from each other, stuff gets goofy like this, and people start offering you money for your one-year-old lease, which I'm waiting for the phone call, Graponi. <laughs> and, and, and that's why right now in Sparta, Kentucky, at the Kentucky Speedway, that speedway is filled with trucks waiting for, waiting, waiting for the chips, and... Oh, really? It's like a holding area, huh? Yeah, yeah, basically Kentucky Speedway, which is, which is a NASCAR track. They're using that as a holding, holding facility for trucks waiting for, the, trucks waiting for their chips. Now, I'm going to dive into some deep water here that I don't know the answers to, and I don't like to do this because I like to sound like I know what I'm talking about, but are we involving China in this or, or, or because, the, chip, the manufacturer of the chips? Yeah, because, I'm just guessing that's where they come from. Yeah, 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 that... That, that's that's what my dad's told. That's what my dad has told me. Yep. Yeah, chip the computer chips are come come from China. Yep. And it's it's weird. It, I think it's one of the few times in recent memory, at least in my thirty eight years, that um, I remember. Yes, I'm lying. That I remember. <laughs> you know, the, the car industry is normally somewhat a, a pulse of how the economy is doing, right? Consumer spending is number one, right? But, like, the airline industry is its own little bubble, and you can't predict, like, a global economy based on the airline. In case in point, like, what's going on right now. But um, to have, in the midst of this madness, however you want to put a label on that, um, in 2021, that your, you know, your Silverado that you bought last year for $35,000, they're like, we want to give you forty for it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, say, what? Yeah. Um, Again, being brought up with the assumption, and assumptions are dangerous, uh, 
you know, as soon as I drive off the lot, you know, mm-hmm. if I come back the next day to pay because I can't afford it, they're like, all right, we'll give you a third yeah. or less of what you paid for it. So, um, By the way, uh, Mike Pelopita uh, from uh, Queen City Cabinetry in the chat says maybe that explains why everyone's stealing catalytic converters. Yes, he stole my thunder, Pelopita. Mm-hmm. What the hey? But I'll tell you what. <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to accuse him of stealing your catalytic converter. I didn't no. know where you were going with that. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Pelopita called me the other day. He said, I'll buy your old cabinets for twice the amount. <laughs> I said, why? He said, I need, I need your hinges. Yeah. Just the hinges to well, put I the newer ones up. Wow. Wow. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. But in that same vein, Mike did pop in, what was it, last week, Matt, or the week before, that, you know, he's uh, he had some ec- incremental blow up of oh, what yeah. he used to wait for an order for $8,000, and now it's $15,000. Oh, yeah. Like, the struggle is real. Like, yeah, yep. it is. Yep. Um, and where does, where does that um, cost roll down to? You know, it, it, it's the average Joe, um, Jill or Harry. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for thanks for chiming in there, Mike. Uh, both Mikes, Mike at Queen City Cabinetry and Texas Mike, for that lovely segue because I was enlightened and here you are. You knew the stuff the whole time. So, <laughs> by the way, you're the only other person who I know who pronounces the word. Uh, I always say segue. You pronounce it the same way John Hopwood does. That's how he pronounces it. Segue. Se- oh, segue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm married to a European. Mm-hmm. So I say like, uh, oh, they talk funny. They they talk funny. Can't yeah. they just... And I was raised in the South, so that didn't help either. You know, can't they just speak American? Um, I mean, come on. Oh my goodness! I'm going to do this, and I'm probably going to have to sleep on the couch. But they'd all be speaking German if it weren't for us. So right, yeah, that's a great point. Oh yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What, you didn't we're say all... anything wrong. I don't know. No, we're all in this together. Uh-huh. I don't know if Tim Baines would agree. My name is Tim Baines. Today I'm excited. What was he excited about? I don't know. He, he was running for Alderman. Oh, is that it, what it was? It was a MCTV uh, promotion video he did. Oh, that's right. What, the, what, what's that, the MCTV? Uh, on the fourth floor. The next floor up oh, is oh, where the, all yeah. the, the TV station, correct? Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's how, um, you know, the miners, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Matt and Peter became who they are. That's right. Oh, interesting. Through and, the uh, ranks. And, and uh, I do recall seeing uh, Joe Kelly on there um, Mm-hmm. Getting visceral and um, <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> a couple of times, which I do consider him a friend. He's a good guy. Tom, <laughs> Tom Blanchard says uh, that's what happens when we depend on other countries for an American product. Well, they say the American dream is made in China. Mm. Yeah. Least, I like. I like. At the least color. I did. What am I hearing? I know. I saw it on Horrible Bosses too. You're hearing. It is coming from outside. Yeah, what okay. was that? The yeah. Devil Wears Prada? I have the windows I open. I took care of it. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> wow. A little crowd control there, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. They're like, uh, we love you, Matt. I'm like, shut up. Oh, my fans. <laughs> Matt's my, not here. My my fans, yes. Well, it is um, it is weird to hear that, you know, they've taken old chips just to make new stuff. So they'll take the whole body and just Yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. I and I didn't know they were like... I know, so these are cars that are probably imported, right? Or are they cars manufactured? Kentucky does manufacture a lot of Hondas. and. Or I, I think that, I'm not positive on this, but I think there is a Ford plant uh-huh. n- near the near the Speedway. Yep. So I think, think, think they build them in Kentucky and then yep. just, just waiting for the imported parts. That's all. Yeah, the southern eastern seaboard... Uh, one of the few times that I traveled down there, I was on my way to Florida, and I spent a couple of days dribbling down the coast. 
Uh, there was a Honda plant, there was a Ford plant, um, and something else. And I, you know, I was brought up Detroit was the hotbed of car manufacturing. Um, I leased my new Honda, courtesy of the former president of the United States, um, when he sent me some money, and I got this Honda Civic, and it's beautiful. It's got all the bells and whistles. Um, it's made in Canada. It's made in Canada. <laughs> have I'm you alive. ever have you heard the concept of like what billionaires are doing? They're they're driving old old cars before the chips went in them, because they're worried about being like assassinated by someone. Like there was an episode of Homeland back in the day where someone got mm. killed from uh, a computer chip. So like, if you don't have a computer in your car and it's just an all stick shift, you know, from the seventies, yeah, you're you're in control of it. Oh. So a lot of these people are getting them now. They're they're hard to come by right now. Interesting because there's no possibility of yep. a um, you know a hack. Well, oh. let's face huh. it. Like uh, you know, I'm not a man of my hands. I think is the phrase. But you know, I could use. I was trying to change spark plugs and change my oil and an air filter maybe, and that was probably about it. Maybe a battery. Um, this happened um, not with my current Honda, although it's the same case. I had a BMW, I think it was a 2006. I opened up the hood and I'm like, don't know what I'm looking at. Right. Don't see where the spark plugs go in. Don't see where the air filter is. <laughs> I don't see anything. So guess what you have to do? You have to bring it someplace. And, yep. you know, in addition to the, you know, Mike was listening to Justin Timberlake in his car. Now everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they know my, my whereabouts. And you mm -hmm. know, if you uh, buy a John Deere tractor, you can't touch it. You have to let them do the repairs. Really? Yeah. It'll ruin the uh, warranty. Oh no, kidding! If you try to fix it on your own, so oh. you got you have to bring it in and let them do it. That wow. happens, man. Which I'm on the fence about. You know, kind of for it and kind of against. I see their point though. Right, right. You don't go screwing it up with your big floppy hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your WD-40 and duct tape, yeah. right? <laughs> well, you know, there was a uh, ballot initiative in um, Massachusetts oh. last year. The um, right to repair. That's exactly right, sir. And you know, uh, that really sparked my interest. Another bad pun. I don't know where they're coming from. Um, <laughs> I was born this way. Um, but, you know, like, hey, if I bought a new, um, you know, let's take my 2006 BMW, I'm not taking it to the dealership. I know the guy I bought it from told me to bring it to the dealership. Mm -hmm. You know, the guy at the gas station tells me not to bring it to the dealership. My female bartender says, don't bring it to the dealership. Right. But I bring it to, you know, my local mechanic. Um, you know, Webster Street Garage, which uh, maybe I'll plug them next week. Mm. Um, but th they even got to the point like, dude, we plug the computer in and we don't know what's going on. Oh, I'm like, wow. well, I obviously have an issue with my transmission. They're like, that's what it looks like. Take it to the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. Right? I'm like, I can't afford the coffee at the dealership. Right, right. <laughs> Tell a BMW. They'll be like, dude, you're not wearing a college shirt. You're not allowed in here. <laughs> wow, yeah. But you, you know what I'm saying? That it's... Um, that thing in Massachusetts is what I was trying to address. That I get that. Like, if uh, God bless the man or woman who's able to throw open the hood and be like, all right, here's the alternator, here's the air filter, here's the whatever else is inside of a car. Um, but to have, you must go here. Now, in the case of John Deere, right, you could, you could say, all right, well, I don't want a John Deere. I'm going to buy a Kubota or a Honda. or yeah, a, of course, you have the option to be a consumer. Right, so I, I don't get jammed up about that if that's what they're demanding. Yeah, uh, but when it comes to automobiles, you know, we all kind of grew up that like, you know, hey, I'll have my mother-in-law work on my transmission if I have to. Yeah, <laughs> not mine. 
<laughs> well, she knows more about cars than I do. <laughs> Mike Palapita says in the chat, uh, you can't even open the hood on a Rolls Royce, so you have to go to the dealer. Wow, that's interesting. And Tom Blanchard says, Grant, I believe they are only assembled in America, but most of the parts are manufactured elsewhere. I, I would agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I have the little sticker in the corner uh, on the windshield that says manufactured un fabrique un Canada. Yeah. Um, but I would agree that they're probably imported parts. Yeah. Thanks for the correction. I appreciate that. Very good. Very good. We're, uh, geez, it goes so fast. We're out of time. Brittany mm. chewed up a lot of time. Brittany I'm sorry. did. Yeah, Brittany did. did. Yes, yep. absolutely. But uh, another great segment. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you so much. And uh, Cheers. do you have anything you want to plug? You want to plug, uh, obviously, the Hop Not Friday night. And I don't know if you have any other shows coming up uh, this week, I, too. In fact, I do. Oh. Uh, Friday night, I will be at the Hop Not, uh, 1000 Elm Street in the Brady Sullivan Plaza. If you've ever been to the... Um, Army Recruitment Office <laughs> by demand by your parole officer or the post office downtown, you will have walked past the Hopknot. And uh, I'll be there for... <laughs> what? That's a, it's a great plug. That is, that's a fascinating description of where the Hopknot is. If you're in is. trouble and you did have to go mail your application... Because... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There's a beauty salon there, too. So. There is, yes. In, in like a smoothie place. And, yep, yep. Uh, and Thousand Crane, which uh, yes. I, I had patronized at some point. Oh. Um, anyway, so I'll be there Friday night, uh, 7-ish Thousand to 9-ish. Excuse me? You'll be at Thousand Crane? <laughs> no. No, the Army recruiting place. Ah, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> right. Touche. Which is near the Hop Knot. Um, and then Saturday, I'm going to be down in Hollis, New Hampshire, at a little thing called Ratchet Fest. Oh. Um, which, if you are interested in that, it's going to be a jerk chicken, reggae music. I will be performing. Um, it is a private kind of thing, so the, the, there won't be any formal security um, but if you're interested in it, you can always uh, get in touch with me via Matt Connerton or Mike Manitou at uh, Instagram or at Mike Manitou at Instagram. One of these newfangled platforms. Yes, um, yes. I am at M-I-K-E-M-A-N-I-T-O-U. And I'd be happy to give you the rundown on it and where it is, but it's just south of Nashua there. And uh, they've got a bunch of land and they're, they're good friends of mine. And we're going to uh, see if we can uh, talk to aliens or something. Oh, very good. Very oh, good. Looking sounds fun. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, Gonzo, anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, I'd like to plug Ratchet Fest. I'll also be there. Um, <laughs> I will be the alien. All right. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. And, Don't uh, give it away, dude. <laughs> Texas Mike, any uh, public appearances or uh, autograph signings you want us to know about? Um, nope. Um, I'll be back on Friday and... Support your local businesses. All right. Outstanding. Good man. All right. Thank you all so much. Uh, thank you to all of our callers today, everybody in the chat room. And uh, if you miss any part of today's show, it'll be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and at MattConnerton.com. And uh, let's see. Um, oh, and EZG, Eric Agnon, will be here tomorrow, a rare Wednesday appearance for his entertainment report. And uh, that's going to do it for us for now. We'll talk to y'all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. I'll see you later. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.